0: This is the word of God from the household of David Church It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart Listen and be blessed 2 Kings chapter 6 And I'm going to read verse 25 Hallelujah And there was a great famine in Samaria. Is there a famine in Nigeria right now? (laughs) Thank God for all of you that are here this morning in spite of the fuel scarcity. I did not see what the thing was until I I was just passing and I saw Q. Anyway, there was a great famine in Samaria. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that was Samaria. Behold, the they besieged it until an ass head was sold for four score pieces of silver, and the fourth part of carb of those that's serious, those dung for five pieces of silver. Verse 26. And as the king of Israel was passing upon the wall, somebody cried and said, Oh, king, I just killed my daughter in that sense. So, this is a terrible son." Somebody boiled her son, and then they they went into partnership herself and the neighbor and said neighbor that we're going to eat my son today, and then tomorrow we eat your own son. And that neighbor was a Nigerian. He said okay, no problem. (laughs) But the following day he said I'm not going to boil my son anyway. Nigerians are very smart, (laughs) but I'm just saying that (laughs) such a terrible situation. But the Bible says. If we read chapter 7, verse 1 of the same first king, let's read 7 1. Then Elisha said, seer. hear the word of the Lord. Thus hear the Lord? Tomorrow. Hi. That is a family that has lasted a long time. Tomorrow, about this time, shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel. And two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Verse 2. And the Lord, on whose servant the king leaned, answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord will make windows in heaven. <laughs> when people don't know God, they say some. And people still talk like that. You know, the sad part, even some Christians. Not even God will do the if God, if I ask an average person now, can a nation, a community, get so down that even God says to his people there that you see at this level I can't even help you again. Is that possible? That is not the God we serve. Anyway, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, might this thing be? (laughs) He had seen how grievous the famine was. And he said, this one cannot change, especially that it will change tomorrow, within 24 hours, no way. And he said, thou shalt see with thy eyes, but you shall not eat thereof. Before I have to ask you to have your seed, we can prophesy as led by the Spirit. You can prophesy from your spirit man as a prophet. But you can also prophesy from the written word of God. Now, this one that I'm about to do is not that the Lord told me. I just want to lift power from Scripture and say to everybody about this time tomorrow you would have moved several times where you are right now forward and upward in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you can have your seat. Hallelujah. But we've been, why I read that place is because of the fourth factor that I'm about to add right now, we've been talking about turning darkness to life, we've been talking about changing seasons, and then we've also been talking about living in the season of light permanently when your sun shall no longer go down. Experience what the Bible says that the path of the just is as light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. And we said there are factors so i said that darkness comes to an end when number one the lesson that god is trying to get across you you've learned it how many of you remember that praise the lord and then i said number two grave will be far from you when you are a man or a woman of thanksgiving and speaking the word because grave is silent and there's no rejoicing in the grave so when you rejoice grave stays away from you Grave represent downfall pits and all those things and then number three, I mentioned generosity. That a generous man, Psalm 112 verse 4, we read it again for service, and I just want to read it again and that's the only thing I'm taking for first service. Psalm 112 verse 4. Now the Bible says this, this is how to turn darkness to light. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. Darkness might come to the upright, but very soon it turns to light. You understand? Challenges can come, but it turns to Testimony. Because unto the upright there will always arise light out of darkness. And the reason is given. Because he is gracious and full of compassion. Charity is part of Christianity. Generosity is part of your spirituality. And I will not stress that much this service. But just enough to say it is important that every believer, especially all of you listening to my voice, become a generous person compulsorily. Really. Even when things are tight, you don't need to outdo yourself, but there's something you can do. And I said, it is not enough to have a maid in your house and you deal with them, your driver, everybody suffers around you. There should be voices speaking blessings over you. There are people, old people, people around who are broke, Every act of kindness you do to them, they are you in the place of prayer. Even those who don't know God among them. What are they are speaking in their room over your head is generating a kind of power over you. Shielding and protecting you from the beasts and the evil acts and all those things going on in the world. Generosity is from Genesis to Revelation in the Bible. Isaiah 58 verse 10. Again, light breaking. From darkness through generosity. So thanksgiving, generosity, mastering the lesson. What is God trying to tell you? What is he trying to pluck out of you that you are still holding? Are you very jealous? A jealous person? Lustful? And the spirit of God? Because you will remain in wilderness. The Bible says that, we read that last week. Deuteronomy chapter 8. That he made them to go through wilderness. To the end that he might teach them. That man does not live by bread alone. In their own case, it took them 40 years to master that lesson. So, the whole idea of with God just wanted them to get to a point where they recognize Him as the source and that their eyes are off every other thing. But these people complain about Moses. After God would think they've gotten it, then they will misbehave again. It took them 40 years, a new generation of being born to realize. See so what God did eventually was that all those men. 20 and above, who came out of Egypt, he buried all of them in the wilderness because they wouldn't learn. And the children who were rightly programmed were the ones that entered promised land. Sometimes, because of what the Lord has laid ahead of you. Ah, uh, yeah. I was shocked. God called Moses the meekest man on earth. And he was. Numbers 12. Bible said there was nobody as meek as Moses. But Moses had anger problem. He went as a young man when he was 40. He saw one Egyptian, one is alive fighting. You separated fight by killing somebody. He just kill the person. <laughs> and this thing kept coming out, coming out. When he came down from the mountain and he saw that they were worshipping golden calves. Ten commandments that God wrote with his finger. Something sacred. He just smashed it on the ground and carried it, grinded it to powder, sprinkled it over water, and forced people to drink that water, poisonous water. Anger. Now, the first ten commandment, the first stone. God carved the stone out by himself and wrote on it. When Moses broke it, the second time God told Moses that you bring a rock where you are coming. Maybe by the time you chisel, your head with... You will know that you don't break what is given to you. And eventually, the anger created a serious problem for him. The people started again. See, people will always provoke you. And this time around, water, water, water. Most people like, get it. Every time we need water, we only spoke and God brought out. Most to complain. I know some people are like that one that I was listening to neighbor, I say, some, people are born, says, some people are born to criticize it's just in the art of some people you know maybe you are watching like, why are some people are not in church there are some people, the only church they will attend is the one they start by themselves they have attended a church there is nowhere they go they will find a way to fight complain about something and leave maybe you are like that you are listening to me see God help you the only time some people don't complain is when they are in charge any other person that is in charge, they will find fault. And the people started, Moses this and they got angry. And God said that, go and speak to the rock before them and water will come out of the rock. If you look at what he said to them, the Bible says he stood before them and said, must you bring water out of rock for you red bulls? All of you red bulls. Look at these red bulls. And as he was talking, he picked his rod and he smote the rock two times. And everything in Old Testament is pointing to something in the New Testament. Everything in Old Testament pointing to Jesus Christ. Jesus is in every chapter in Old Testament. The Bible said that Jesus was the rock that was following them. You don't hit Jesus, you touch him. There is a serious matter. Everyone that thought the garment of Jesus was healed. But instead of so touching the garment of Samuel, he tore the garments. Any man of authority anointed by God around you, you can always be in these two classes those who touch him and those, those who touch his garments and those who tear his garments. I have said this times without number. You have no business being in a church where you don't trust the leadership. It's a free world you can move. But if you really want to attend the church as he should be, a member as he should be, your spirit, soul, and body must be part of the church. And this is the fourth factor that I'm adding in ending darkness quickly and living the season of life. This light, this is the fourth one I'm mentioning. See, personally, I see things every now and then. One of the lessons I've taught myself, and I say to my wife every now and then, it's none of my business. Because I have the tendency of quoting scriptures, I can watch even, and I can feel like, what well, does this one teach? I quickly quoted myself that, who says your own teaching is better? It's not the anyway. way. It helps you to stay away from criticism and talking and talking and talking. I get what I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, this is the fourth factor. I read that scripture for a while. That a man of God can bring an abrupt end to a season. And it can establish a season. Then Jesus said, No man eats or be again. Jesus put on that tree a permanent season of barrenness. Elisha just looked at the famine and he said, Don't see it." But looking at not, I'm not speaking it, only some, it's a level you get to and a level of grace where you can speak to a nation prophetically. But I'm speaking to members of the church and people who are listening to me. This fourth fact, so the fourth one I said, there's a lesson. Learn whatever God is teaching you on time. God might want to break out of you critical spirits. And he will put you in a place where everything will go upside down. Learn to shut up. Because that is when you move to the next level in God. If you complain that place again, you'll start the lesson all over again some have never moved in the school of the spirit because what the Lord is trying to get out of they are yet to learn it it can be lost and the Lord feels that see, I am promoting you with this thing, in you you will do more harm than good when you are promoted or you have anger problem like Moses and when he smote the rock two times he smote the rock not even once and when everybody God came down he said hey, you know what you know what just happened now you've just lost taking them to promised land moses that begged for the entire nation and god decided to forgive them he begged for himself and god said no because some chapters after they said god can we talk about this issue one more time he went to the mountain and he stood for god and said lord i'm sorry he was looking at the promised land from the mountain and Said, oh god please after 40 years can i just step in and god said don't talk to me about it anymore joshua will step in you go to the mountain, look at the place and that's the end there are some conditions where god will not change his mind and the more anointed you are, the stricter God becomes with you. Because there is the more sense you should have. Yes. See, others can be praying and hold their phone. There are certain people, if you are talking to God and you hold your phone, you get into trouble. The Lord to a new Christian is a lamb. You see the lamb part of him. If you're a mature Christian, you see the lion part. It's both the lion and the lamb. Because it drinks. Yes. Hallelujah are you with me? Praise the Lord. Are you following me? <laughs> Thank you Lord Jesus. You know some things that some of you do take for granted. I can't even do them. The more you walk with him, the street it becomes with you. <laughs> he said to Balaam don't go with them. Balaam convinced you, and God and said okay you can go. See, go, ask, go, and go. <laughs> and the angel stood on the angel. told the Bible that, if not that your ass dodged me two times, I would have wasted you. That's... <laughs> After he appeared to Moses and Moses again. Moses was dragging his feet. And the Bible said God appeared at night and God wanted to kill him. Then Zipporah called the foreskin of the child because of circumcision. But let me not, let me... Let me not say. Paul said, "Pray about somebody three times," and God said, "My grace is sufficient for you." Don't, don't talk about that. But my grace is sufficient for you. <laughs> At certain levels, you will see the lion part of God. Our God is tough. He is the river of life. He's a name. He's also the consuming fire. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? Anyway, so the the. Whatever lesson is trying to teach you, that's the first thing. Learn it on time. Then wilderness will end. You can be in the state and seem not to be advancing because there is something you are not mastering. When this is over, everybody has to pray. Then secondly, it can be because of uh, you need to step up your thanksgiving. And I spoke about that first time. You don't give God thanks casually. And number three, generosity. But this is the fourth one. Most years have four legs. See, this is very important. This is the fourth point recognize the saint one mm. what is in Isaiah 12, 12 13 12:13. 12 13 when we're having leaders meeting this morning uh, Pastor money shared a very powerful testimony I think they read the first part which was when they asked her to speak so about I would say happy birthday, third thought service when they when they she just got a, a, a notification to come and speak in all these banking stuff at the highest level something beyond nigeria and she was like what they asked not an area she was wondering who gave them an address. she couldn't explain what happened even said her daughter told her do you know anything about this topic and when she got there she was through nobody could speak everybody was referring to what she said when we're having, we're praying on Friday for Mercy encounter for Saturday morning. So Friday she came. After the prayer, she told me that the Pastor, I won't come for Mercy encounter. Uh, she walks in the band that they said we should report tomorrow, order from CBN that they should come. For some reasons, I just said that CBN said you should come tomorrow. I said, but CBN can also send you a message that you should not come anymore. She laughed and I said, this is CBN. No? And I just tomorrow, this is around 8.30 Friday night. And they've already sent circular around the entire but we should resume on. But do you know by start of the morning they just sent a memo that they could not power or generate because of well of all branches, so they cancelled some branches and I was part of it. Yeah. You see this scripture in Hosea 12: 13. Let me read it. Let's read it. (laughs) And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet. What happened? God brought Israel out by a prophet, he also sustained Israel by prophets. prophet. Second Chronicles 20:20. 20, 20. For me, it looks like the aspect of a lesson to learn. What God is trying to break inside you, the first point, and this last point are the most violated among Christians. So a lot of people have been in church for years and they are not changing. And God is saying, except I change certain things in you, I cannot promote you. But this other one, they rose early and then they went forth. Then Joshua stood and said, hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God. So shall you be established. Everybody say the last one together. See, the word of God is double edged. Everything about God as a doer, he is both the lamb and the lamb. He is the son of man and the son of God. Like that two edged sword. Now, again, the Bible is saying that when it comes to the supernatural, everybody agrees that you should believe in God. But when it comes to the prophet, there is an issue. Because we tend to despise mortal man that we can see. But there is a demand in the Bible. And after today, we look at... Now, I want to end anything about season today. Next month, we move to something else by the grace of God. But one day, we'll visit this again. But I will just take one, two or three scriptures. Now, the first one by a prophet. So God did not bring them out by himself. It was God that brought them out, but he brought them out by a prophet. Now, it was God that sustained them, but he sustained them by a prophet. Why not a direct approach? Now, the king said, believe the Lord. You shall be established. But when it comes to prosperity, which is what being established will lead to, he said, believe his prophets. Why? God is always sending an anointed person to end a season or begin a new season in your life. It might be through a message, a teaching, or a direct word to you. Paul spoke to a particular church. He said, when you heard me pray, you did not take it as words of men, but the words of God. Believe his prophets. That day, famine ended. There was a widow, a story you all know very well, 1st 2nd King chapter 4. She was buried for many years and Elisha was passing. I believe the woman must have prayed many times. But she told her husband one day, this guy passing, I think he's a prophet. And they brought Elisha to their house, long and short of it. Elisha said, by this time and then. There is something that God has been trying to teach the church about the ministry of God through man that people don't know. If you check the Bible, whatever you see as a pattern, you can't break it. God promised Abraham from heaven by the word of God that you have a son. When God will give Abraham the son, first of all, the Bible says Abraham lifted up his eyes and he saw three men. Have you read that in your Bible? And Messiah, I read to you, the day Jacob's life will change. The Bible said that he separated himself from his family, Genesis 32. And the Bible says a man began to wrestle with him. After the encounter, Jacob noticed that it was an angel who broke one of his legs. But the Bible started by saying that a man began to fight with him. The beginning of divine intervention. God has a way of routing what he wants to do in people's life through the ministry of man. It's a blessing to have a pastor. If it is well understood. If that revelation is well understood. So that day, Jacob was left alone and there was a man who wrestled with him. That day, when Anna went to pray, people have not noticed, which I have told you before, 1 Samuel chapter 1 that was not the first time Anna prayed about the barrenness in their life the difference between that day and every other prayer was that this time around, Eli noticed oh sh- you know the shocking thing Eli was in his backsliding state, but they still needed him he first of all insulted that that you, because he, what she was praying, she was doing like this and the were people like that in those days and Eli was like, ha <laughs> he was from where he sat, he was about 89 years, he sat on the seat and the Bible said he was a very heavy man and he said, what's wrong with that woman and he woke up to go and meet her, that. see he said, well, I have told you people if you are coming to the temple, don't drink see what Aqual is doing to you and woman says, I didn't drink vodka I'm sorry that it is the bitterness of my heart. And Eli said, he said, no, my Lord, I'm a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor drink, but I poured out my heart. Now, look at the beginning. Some people would have been offended. Verse 14, if a priest should talk to you that way. Eli said to her, how long will you be drunken? Put away wine from you. Well, look at verse 16. Well, she said, I said, I wasn't drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm just praying. And Anna said, 16, he said, don't think I'm a son of Belial. I am grieved. So that's what you see me in these states. Then verse 17. And Eli answered and said, go in peace. Ah, yeah. He said, and the God of Israel granted thy petition that you have asked for. By the following year, she came with Samuel. That was it. This dimension was not added to our prayer before. I don't know any woman that is barren and that your second wife is pricking you, who will not pray. So she must have prayed. She must have told God many times, what is going on? But this dimension was added. Eli just said to her, "I said, go. Don't even finish your prayer. Go in peace. Believe the Lord thy God. You shall prosper. Believe his prophet. Seize several scriptures in the Bible. So Elisha just said to the woman that by this time next year you have a son. The woman said man man of God I am old. Elisha said I see when the prophetic is talking details are not necessary. And by the following year truly she had a a son. And all through the Bible. In Genesis, in, in Exodus Exodus the Bible says maybe like chapter 3 or chapter 4 the last verse. I want to read it because I believe some things ended in some people's life yesterday Uh, go to chapter chapter 3 the last verse last two verses Exodus 3 I want to where the Bible said that they were crying and God had respect to their cry chapter 3 or chapter 2 it was about the burning bush and then the last verse or last two verses if you find it ahead of me let me know and God looked okay yeah let's start from 24 and God heard their groanings and God remembered this covenant with Abraham and Isaac and with Jacob next verse and God looked upon the children of Israel and he had respect for them Hi, everybody look at me he saw their cry the Bible said he had respect, he touched him, but he didn't do something straight about it, chapter 3 verse 1 now Moses listen to me hmm. even he had respect he looked down from everywhere and he saw them groaning, and the Bible said he touched his heart ah. he said wow But he didn't wave his hand and say, Deliverance, come out, all of you are delivered. He went to Moses. This was the guy keeping them. Why? God will not violate the scripture. By a prophet, God brought Israel out of Egypt. When he had respect to their cry, he pulled Moses, the boy, you know, they waste time. So people are crying. And you have to go. You have to go. Season can change suddenly with the prophetic. A woman not the only child, which is what Satan likes. The only thing working in your life is the one he wants to attack. Yeah. Satan has threatened people with one child more than people with. So people have plenty that they can't even remember how many. And death is not threatening any one of them. I remember when I was in school, one guy, their father had seven, seven children. And he doesn't know they he doesn't want to see them. But they are all alive. <laughs> See, Satan is wicked. He is wicked. As saw people are praying for a child. I know one girl, when we were growing up, she used to walk around the area. She got pregnant under staircase sex. She used one big belt, it's called an it abortion belt then. She did everything to get rid of that pregnancy. That baby said, no, sir, I have come to stay. She, ge- I have never sometimes in my office. Here, I sit down and I'm just meditating on life. Now, why is life like this? The one that they've waited on God, they pray, pray, pray. Then they have a child, they, then she's pregnant. Then they are calling, Pastor, I see blood, Pastor. Then some of them, I've told them that don't worry, we are praying, you will have that child. But if the doctor gives her instruction, follow them. Some of them, I know some, they told her uh, now. I'm not talking to you in particular. Don't worry. I'm just giving an example from... I know some that they were told to stay on bed. For four months, bed rest. We thank God they did that. They still gave birth to the baby and we bless God. But they... Because they say any little work, the pregnancy will be affected. But there are some girls with orange on their head. One at the back and one here. And she's walking around the only cage and saying, that one, you know they fall. It is the, because she is sad that she's pregnant. It is the ones who are waiting on God, who really want, that's the one Satan wants to attack. Do you know if some girls could pray, they will pray out the pregnancy. It's like those who don't want it, they meet with a man once, it is activated. That's what I've noticed. And those who want it, they do all sorts. I doubt if some of those girls say, it might not even be at the period when they're supposed to be pregnant. It should not happen anyhow. Two sisters in the Bible, Rachel and Leah, from the same mother, married Jacob. If Jacob on the bed just taught Leah like this, she would get pregnant. <laughs> but was living with Rachel. <laughs> if in the night, Jacob's leg mistakenly touched Leah pregnancy. But Rachel was there. She broke down in tears. She told Jacob one day and said, Give me a child or I will kill myself. And remember, said, Jacob was saying, my God, who has kept you? That, is it my fault? You can, you can see your sister. <laughs> see, just one after the other, one after the other. Two sisters. I'll be like, why, why? What is the mystery behind life? Two sisters. At least you could have said that if they were from different. Say you, you is your mother Christian? But the same mother. Are you getting what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> Let's stay with Moses. God had to summon him. This is a dimension that you must understand. Are we end this session with one more scripture? But you know through the Old Testament. Our seasons were just being ended by man of God. We just read one about about a famine. The same to Elisha, the woman gave birth in a year's time by the intervention of a man of God. Then Anna got it by the intervention of a man of God. And from old to new, they were having a party and wine finished. at their lives where it looks like the wine has finished. They were going to accept the status quo that the wine has ended. In fact, they brought in a philosophical statement. That every man serves the good wine first. In other words, for every man, it starts well. And towards the end of their life, they go down. And there are people, many of our parents will tell stories of good old days. I don't know what has happened with many parents. Now they now get to their 70s, now they are broke. But one time your dad was working, everything was, that is not God's plan. The Bible says the righteous live inheritance for his children's children. Not depend on them when they are old. In the kingdom, if you buy things for your parents, it is because you want to honor them, not only because they need it. Abraham was richer than Isaac until he died. And he left inheritance. Because that's what the Bible says, a good man, leave inheritance. Not that at his old age, he's waiting for them to come and pay. If they pay, they just want to honor their father. Not that the father is in need of it. You get what I'm saying. But you find this The wine was going to end, and they said, Every man. And Jesus said to them, The mother said, They have no wine. Jesus reversed the order. He gave them the best wine last. In other words, Jesus was making a statement, apart from the miracle, he was making a statement that in our kingdom, there is nothing like a better yesterday. Every man, good wine, bad wine. Jesus said, No. That's every man. In the kingdom, The best is last, that means it keeps getting better, and that is your life, that is your family in the name of Jesus Christ. Is someone with me this morning? The ministry of a man, I'm going to take from that story of Jesus and talk about three things that you should do with a man of God. Three things, and that's what I'll do. Third service Psalm 118. Verse 21. Psalm 118. Save now. Somebody needs to be rescued from a situation. Save now. I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Now, theologians have defined this word. Is it that his guy said, O Lord, now, now, please send prosperity. Or, there is something that is called the now prosperity. Prosperity on the nick of time. The now prosperity. Whichever, whether it's prosperity now or now prosperity, well, prosperity is there. That was this guy's prayer. But look at the next verse 26. Blessed be he that cometh. This is the way, this is how now prosperity comes. You must recognize the one that has come in the name of the Lord. There seem not to be connect, any connection between the two scriptures. said, you look by the hour of Revelation. Somebody was praying that Lord said now prosperity and the next man says that blessed. Oh, thank God eventually somebody has come in the name of the Lord. A man must be sent. From the rising of the to the setting of the state. Your name is true. About ah, ah, ah. hey, four mercy encounters ago, there is one of our friends who is a doctor in UK. Brilliant doctor is even a man of God. There was this pain he was having, and he came to so he just put on just happened to hook up to Mercy Encounter. That was when I was talking about somebody with pain in leg, and I said immediately the pain vanished. Bye. One of, one of the things I'm, I'm trying to correct in each other you we don't need you to come out even though some might want to write a test your testimony people meet me after every service and they share amazing testimony there's a couple here right in one of the most expensive places here supernaturally the husband is a professional in a particular field the government paid for his course the, the, the highest of that course I think in Alvados was paid by the guy. I said, people should be writing their testimony. Himself and the husband just completed a house. I don't have a personal house. I went there with joy in one of the most expensive estates in Lagos. And they said they built the house in six months. Yeah. God can change season. He can change season. I don't know how many of them are in church right now that as soon as neither fell before dollars. Without them proposing or saying anything, the office called them that answer will start paying you in dollars. Christianity is not game. There might be so many imposters who say they are servants of God and creating confusion and creating problems but sincerely, that's why you have your Bible in your house. God is able to do what he says he will do. But there is a problem. God does not change his method you follow his path He will not create a special path for you these are four ingredients now it is common that many christians know one even now i don't know it well many people know about the father there is a season praise bring into your life but how do you praise god i told them for service if you give to god what you give to normal men you have not started your praise in other words that's at times when we worship i don't like doing this when i'm in the open you follow your face, and I'm even walking towards doing this every day. Fall on your face because that is the only posture which you can greet a man. You can prostrate, but to fall with your hands on the floor and begin to say I wash uh, thank you. You don't say if you say that to a mortal man, that's worship. But we kneel for people that are older than us, we bow to greet people. So if all you still do while you are worshiping, is just to kneel down. You do that to for mortal men. Put God in a different class. The 24 elders will never kneel down to worship. They will put their crown aside for and lay down at his feet. That's how to worship, at his feet. When John saw Jesus, he fell at his feet, at his feet. That you are my Lord. When they appear, prepared, he, he put his hand on his feet, at his feet. Lord, I won't do this to any man, but I do this for you are my Lord. No man is. And watch God begin to intervene and prove it to everything around you that he is truly your God. Worship. There are many deep things that we need to step into. When you praise God, David wanted to say, I will not give God what will cost me nothing. What kind of offering do you give? In two weeks time, Upper Sunday, Annual Thanksgiving is coming. Annual Thanksgiving. You need to check the Bible and see God's attitude towards ingratitude. And people do this. God does not like ungrateful people. He doesn't like you to just say from your Lord, thank you. Do you put an attitude where you are thanking God? One leper came back and he threw, threw his hand up in worship. Our God is a God of knowledge. By him, actions are weighed. He watches the attitude with which you do what you are doing. Oh, you are giving God time with your phone in your hand. I just thank you. Ah, what about the one that comes with tears? The one you help is here to worship you. Angels can even recognize that you are singing to the only one in your room. That's Thanksgiving. What about generosity? not making it once in a while thing you have decided to be generous even when you have one thousand you give somebody hundred or fifty then if you don't have money you reach out to people you help them you help them sometimes you go to people's house you are a single lady your friend is married now she's having an issue taking up the chip you can just stop by for texting water just to help generous is now part of your life then number three the lesson to be learned if You are in darkness for a while. You are ignoring one of these four things. Now, this is the problem. You cannot be selective about it. When Elisha was done, Elijah with God, 1st King 19, when he was done on that mountain, I think verse 17 precisely, the Lord told Elijah that anyone that uh, Azel will not kill, Jehu will kill. It shall come to pass that he that escaped the sword of Azel, Jehu will slay. And if they escaped the sword of Jehu, Elisha will slay. So, some things we escape Azel, even though Azel was anointed of God, even though he was a pagan king. Some things we escape Azel, but Jehu will take care of them. Some things we escape Jehu, and then it's Elisha. In all these four things I have shared, there are some people, what the Spirit of God wants you to focus on right now. You are maybe doing well in the first two or whichever one. But there is one of the four that is the main problem and the Lord wants you to focus on that. See, Paul gave an admonition to Timothy. In 1 Timothy 5.25, it's 1 Timothy 5.21, he says something to Timothy which is very powerful. After giving him instructions, he said, I charge thee before God and before the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that you observe these things without preferring one before another. You know as I'm talking I'm feeling the anointing of the spirits. Without preferring it's possible I speak as a shepherd from my heart to all of you and I put on the clock of a prophet right now. It is very possible that before the end of the year your prayer points will change. The things you have been praying for once and for all you get them and you leave them behind. That means you are not battling the same thing I announced this morning if there is any long battle whatever you are facing and you'll be facing it for a while before the end of this year a force before you like a mountain a force before you you are lifted in the name of Jesus Christ everybody rise and pray for a minute or two Zo sabro tos shete, zo zabra dishat akabala bashatos, hallelujah just pray we give you praise we give you praise we give you praise we give you praise, give you praise. Jesus seasons are handy right now some you are doing well but it will be accelerated accelerated the pace is too slow for what God is showing you Accelerate. not that anything is wrong with you but you are just moving now your speed is multiplied many times over hallelujah to your name thank you Jesus we give you praise we give you praise father we thank you we give you all the glory in Jesus name I have to stop when the meeting is over I keep praying As you go watch the third service because I'm talking about three things we can do with a pastor or a man of God hallelujah is somebody blessed today we give you all the glory we worship you we worship you hallelujah thank you father thank you lord we bless you we worship you we give you praise there will be so many wonders that will happen to you before the end of the year so many great things so many great things it will look like you are dreaming but lo and behold it is true thank you Jesus we give you praise, we bless your name, hallelujah come on sit down. see I am being led to say this which all the workers in the church at least they know Anytime I want to do a conference. One day, person at embassy called me. And he said that around my house, he lives on the island, he said, all the billboards around my area, they carry your program. And I said that, sir. he said, one will think that you have spent $50 million doing publicity. I said, yes. I called somebody who is an expert in advertising there. And I said that all where we have appeared on electronic billboard for the last program it to be like him. I said it cannot be less than 48 million and I said that we have not paid one naira as a church somebody made a vow with God God has been lifting her and she's the one doing this when she started she started shortly after I said they made her regional manager and moved her to UK and this is a single move to UK she's the head of one, one of the offices in UK but she was there all through that time it doesn't take God anything to accelerate people. I have never sat down with her to ask her once and I didn't tell her to do it. That's so how much do we spend putting all this? I just know when we have a program, she collects the rough half, and we are all over everywhere from island to mainland on all board. Even she put it at the airport National Airport Kenya. The biggest electronic board there had our last address on it. In Port Court and in Abuja. I was driving through Abuja and I saw our church on billboard for the last program February and September and to think of one individual, one person if the Lord tells us as a church to be feeding 10,000 people every Sunday He will only raise people among us that's why I taught this message so that there is no hindrance to the speed that God will give you, yes the nation is too dark but we will not wait for government, God can raise individuals it can make you employ 100,000 people after all there are foreign companies who are doing this are we limited to local stuff in Nigeria this is why saints learn to kneel down before God and worship this God can raise you in his under his Bible everlasting, he can do and not do he is Jehovah Daniel said he changes times and seasons he set up king and he brings down another 2023 is coming some names will go down, Why some will come up it happens every year What is the Lord planning to do with you? And what is your life about that you have not stepped into? And nations are waiting, and waiting, and waiting, and waiting. Yeah. You can own the first airline that is now carrying Nigerians to all over the world. We don't have too many national carrier flying now, but maybe just one or two. Or you can be the first one. There is no limit to what God can do. Time is short. And destiny is at stake. That's why I'm sharing this with you. Please go back to these four things and meditate and pray. Lord, help me to lay hold of all these things and practice them. I need to. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ. Is beyond joining the church, is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family, and that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go out and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.